This is the Conscious Economics Podcast. Your co-hosts are two women who found themselves in careers on Bay Street, but decided that there was something missing. So here we are. I'm Rhiannon Roseland. I'm your co-host and the CEO of the Economic Club of Canada. I'm also the co-founder of Conscious Economics. Hi, I'm Asil, the CEO of Conscious Economics and a financial therapist. Now, we call ourselves economic healers, and that is a term that I'm sure nobody has heard before, but we really believe that if we want to heal our systems and create a more equitable society, it starts with actually healing our relationship with money and the economy. When you join us on this podcast, you'll be exposed to courageous conversations that help us examine, heal, and redefine the relationship we have with money. Join us on this journey as we co-create a new economy together. Everyone, this is the Conscious Economics Podcast. If you've watched the Queer Collective podcast, then I just copied uh, Carbon. Anyways, we're so happy to have you here for another episode. I am one of your hosts, Rhiannon. And I'm your co-host, Cecile. And we're here to talk to you today about the importance of gratitude and helping you build your wealth. Yeah, which is so not something that people normally think about. Absolutely not. Because you're thinking about an investment strategy or like another career that you have to... Or budgeting better on your paper. But gratitude is actually a very key point. And the reason being because accumulating wealth is more than just accumulating money. It's a mindset. And I always tell clients that it's there's a big distinction between being rich and being wealthy. One refers to simply the sum of money in your bank account and one refers to the feeling and the emotion and the experience you're going through. I remember saying this last year I came up with this quote it's like you're not rich until you enjoy having money mm-hmm. not just having money but mm-hmm. you enjoy having money well and and I mean we've talked about that with the wealth guilt episode yes. you know it's it's definitely something that you can have a lot of money and be absolutely miserable and not enjoying it so that makes a lot of sense for sure and when I think about this idea of gratitude or cultivating gratitude so what I have a gratitude practice so generally I'll journal and I'll write you know four things each day that I was grateful for and they can be small things like truly like I was grateful for having that tea and being able to like sit outside in the backyard for two minutes because that's all I got (laughs) or whatever it is or I'm grateful for you know I often always felt so so grateful for my home that I was living in especially on a cold day to come inside to a warm home when so many people don't have that experience and just being able to think about the little things that we take for granted and everybody can think of something that you know they have that other people don't so just being really grateful you know even to just be alive even for the fact that we can breathe I mean after and through this pandemic so many people have lost loved ones and and all of the rest of it so just even to be feet on the ground out breathing oxygen grateful yeah Yeah. when you're actively practicing gratitude you're reminding yourself constantly of the things that you have right now instead of what's missing and just the sheer act of doing that helps you tune into the abundance mindset instead of being wrapped into the scarcity mindset and we're going to explore more into why that is and what that even means but just think about when you say i want this 
automatically you're saying two things at once you're saying i want this Mm -hmm. but subconsciously your mind is also aware of the fact that you don't have it so if you're constantly living in a world of desire of wants and of needs of things that you don't have yet you're simultaneously living in that lack world so therefore it's really important to learn how to become more intentional about your gratitude practice so that that lack world that you are constantly perpetuating is actually being transformed into what you constantly are surrounded by from your health to your relationships to all the things that you're actually grateful for even the material things that you have along the way Mm -hmm. Um, and that's one element of it so there's actually a study by two psychologists Robert Emmons and Michael McClough I'm not a um, English speaking, so I may have butchered their names. So excuse me if I did. But they did a study that showed that people who count their blessings have a more positive outlook on life. And that's actually even measured in the way your neurotransmitters in your brain are wired. Mm -hmm. Uh, You exercise more and you report fewer symptoms of illness and are much more likely to help others. Wow, that's so interesting. And I I know because I know that we all go through, you know, ebbs and flows in our life. And sometimes when things can be a little bit rough, we can get into victim mentality or victim mode, which is, you know, feeds into that scarcity mindset of like, everything's happening to me. Mm -hmm. You know, there's no, I have no control over these circumstances. Woe is me. And when I started the gratitude practice that I have currently been doing was actually when I was in one of the lowest points of my life where I was dealing with just extreme circumstances circumstances, including financial extreme circumstances and hardship. And I just really was like, I have to start to focus on what's good here because if I keep feeding energy into what I don't have right Mm -hmm. now, it's going to prevent me from picking one foot up, uh, you know, after another and and walking forward. I so believe in that. And this is why it's important to back these intangible theories with research and and credible studies because at at first glance when you think about oh gratitude helps me generate wealth like what is this kumbaya bs Mm -hmm. but truly there's so much evidence to say that another psychologist her name is natalie lambert she find a very strong correlation of feeling gratitude and its association with lower materialism so it's very very interesting that she did that because when you have gratitude and it's truly something you are practicing intentionally and, and authentically it enhances your satisfaction with life which naturally reduces your desire to buy stuff well because a lot of the time what's driving sort of compulsive buying and all of these things is that we aren't satisfied feeling empty yeah we're yeah. feeling empty 100%. and we've got to fill it up mm-hmm. and in a society where there's so much around us and so much being projected at us all yep. the time it's so easy to fall into that trap of thinking that you need more like I always find it surprising that if I don't go into a mall or into a place, I I, I don't think about any of these things that I need. And then as soon as I get into the mall, you feel we need all of them. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Like everything here is, you know, and, and it's just making you feel less than if you don't have it or if you're not on the latest trend or whatever those things are. And it's, it's, it's contributing to so much, uh, disharmony on our planet so yeah hold that thought we have a quick word from our partners before going back to the episode this podcast is brought to you by our sponsor rbc investees backed by 
expert human advisors. RBC Investees is a smart, online, automated investment service that allows you to invest with low effort and low cost. Open your first RBC Investees account and pay no management fees for your first year. Plus, start investing with as little as $100. Simply visit rbcinvestees.com slash getinvesting and sign up using promo code AA407. And now back to the episode. I'm going to walk you through a list of different uh, traits that are actually very much correlated with increased gratitude. And the first is obviously we talked about general increase in your good behaviors, but what does that even mean? So the first is increasing your willpower and improved decision making. And that alone, think about you know, the business decisions that you make on a day-to-day basis. That alone, if you get a better willpower and a stronger skill set to create better decisions that are more effective and more positive in your life that contributes to better wealth Mm -hmm. uh, because you're you're gonna grow your business faster you're gonna grow your business better uh, and build much stronger foundation for your life so that alone is something that really really supports and and it really is the foundation of living life with a gratitude attitude yeah yeah absolutely (laughs) for sure Uh, what am I coming up with so I like I'm gonna come up with rhyming words coming up with slogans left right and center (laughs) over here very much uh, which I'm grateful for yeah (laughs) but to to root that in a study because that really puts things in perspective for us and I really I'm very passionate about bringing studies into these particular examples because the conscious economics movement at first glance can feel foreign but when you look at all these examples of how consciousness truly correlates to increased business performance to truly uh, increased profits then then you it makes business sense and it's not only good for our mental and physical and psychological well-being but it's actually great to our pockets Mm -hmm. so why the hell are we ignoring these practices and, and labeling them as like secondary to to practical pieces one of the things that gratitude has helped me with sometimes obviously we know that running a business and trying to get new products off the ground and all of these things can be incredibly stressful and there's also just you know the the people aspect of you know teams and and different people feeling different ways and all that stuff and sometimes it can be a lot and I can recall times when I feel really frustrated and I just kind of want to like like scream or give up and then I really think back and I think to you know myself 10 years ago and how grateful I would be to have these problems like I have the problem of worrying about how xyz like I even have a business that I can do that I even have these issues that can create these problems and I think that that is such an important thing to really think about because it's so easy for us to get caught up in the moment and not realize that five years ago I would have been desperate to have like all these issues you know cropping up because it would mean that I was accomplishing things that I never dreamed I would so yeah so here's something uh to bring it back to the study i was like i was going to share with you so this study was done in northeastern university and they gave participants a choice between i either give you 54 dollars i don't know why so specific but 54 dollars right now or 80 dollars in a month and they noticed that students who practice gratitude uh intentionally and and it's part of their life who live life with the gratitude practice 
exercised greater self-control. So they mm. were able to wait a month to get the $80, way more than those who actually uh, were into the, what do you call this? immediate instant, instant gratification. gratification yes exactly you read my mind so so that's interesting so that's how willpower and improved decision making is is influenced by gratitude and the second one is higher productivity and relationship building in the workplace mm-hmm. that's also a very strongly correlated skill set that is improved just by implementing gratitude so like implementing gratitude amongst your team that you work with like- not necessarily if you even implement gratitude within yourself in mm-hmm. your own life you Mm -hmm. show up differently at work so you start much more high productive and you have a much better ability to cultivate healthy relationships in the workplace Mm -hmm. Uh, and the reason this is important because we're talking specifically about how gratitude helps you increase your wealth so think about it when you're increasing your productivity and you're increasing your ability to cultivate relationships and building relationships in the workplace that leads to more promotions that leads to uh, higher opportunities that come your way 100 so i have a deep example of this when i first graduated school and i got my entry level first job out of school which happened to be for the economic club of toronto i was so grateful for that job um so many people that were graduating at that time it was in the height of the global recession and so i had so many other friends who were so bright and like way smarter than me and whatever and they were just struggling struggling to get jobs I was so grateful for that job and that attitude of gratitude that I was bringing into the workplace made me want to express that no matter what the task was like I was happy to do it and I got noticed much faster not that it was intentional but noticed much faster by my senior management team and then I was given more opportunities because I was very grateful for any opportunity and it really changed the dynamic and I think helped set me on the trajectory of my career. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's really uh, a good example because the research I brought here uh, was by psychologist Adam Brandt who's actually a brilliant author. There's lots of books by him that I totally recommend and they found that when they were implementing gratitude practice in a call center the productivity increased by over 50 percent in the following week so not even they didn't even have to wait so long for these results to show up it was the difference from one week to the other was an increased performance of 50 percent so you can only imagine what these things can lead to on a long-term level and the last thing i would mention here is when people experience gratitude they start coming up with different noble uses for their money so instead of wasteful or mindless spending there's just different allocations that start bringing more value to your life Mm -hmm. uh, when you practice gratitude so what are some good gratitude practices that we could help our listeners infuse into their life so I told you guys mine which is just really simple I literally do it in my notes on my phone Um, so in the evening I'll usually I usually meditate and do my sort of general well-being practice in the morning but I like to take a few minutes towards the end of the day to do this practice and I just pull up the notes in my phone and I I write four things that I was grateful for and I was like going through my old list the other day and just seeing what was coming up you're on there a bunch of times and um yeah but it it really does kind of change the way that I think about my day yeah another thing I do and that helped me tremendously when I decided to leave the corporate world with a steady paycheck and start my own entrepreneurial journey 
journey. The first few months were so jarring, especially because we were hit by a global pandemic. So I found myself very anxious about spending anything really whether it's a coffee for a few dollars or like a dentist bill of a few hundred dollars and the the emotion was always jarring regardless what I was spending money on so I came across this specific tool called arigato which is a Japanese way of saying uh, gratitude but it sounds cool arigato and the way you practice that is truly by expressing gratitude wholeheartedly for every dollar that comes in your life also every dollar that goes out of your life and the way I started doing that I'll give you the dentist example because it was very like it was shortly after I left my benefits Mm -hmm. with work because I never had to worry about a dentist bill before and um, the it was also like I said around the pandemic so I was literally thinking about this few hundred dollar bill that I just received and feeling the anxiety coming in my body. But then when I looked at the receptionist and I looked at her family photo behind her and then felt that this money is contributing towards this mm-hmm. person's household and then felt thought about my dentist and showed appreciation and gratitude for, for his services and the fact that he's able to operate in the midst of a pandemic and stay open to cater to the you know residents in that community and thought about the different staff, the dentist assistant and all these different staff that are working collectively together to keep this business open and feeling that this money I'm just putting towards is a very small contribution towards this very essential service in, in our community. And that automatically, like it was almost an instantaneous shift in my body going from like a high tension and anxious uh, heartbeat to like more like, oh, relaxed and compassionate and and loving. It's like, I'm so happy and grateful that I'm able to afford this bill to begin Mm -hmm. with, but also that I'm putting it towards a local business that I appreciate. Yeah, I remember you telling me about that practice and I like that so much. I think that's so it's such a positive way to think about it because it really is true that when we are out there and we're contributing to small businesses, to entrepreneurs, to local artists, we're uplifting our communities, we're helping those folks to be able to create more and we want that same sort of, you know, flow in return. So I think it's a really beautiful way and not something that we really take time to think about no, so but when you become intentional about it it almost becomes second nature in yeah. no time like the first few times uh, it takes they say 30 days to cultivate a habit so really if you commit a month to really start thinking about gratitude associated with, with every penny like every time you get paid uh, if sometimes most people's paycheck is on a standard day but a lot of times if you're an entrepreneur or artist the money flow in your life is so up in the air mm-hmm. so expressing gratitude for every time you receive money mm-hmm. is so important but also become mindful of the time the money is also flowing out of your life and just creating that flow of uh, cycle makes that free flow even more enriching in yeah i think that's a really beautiful practice so we're wishing you at home um a lot of beautiful gratitude for all the little and big things that are in your life and one thing that i know we're grateful for is you and yes. you continuing to listen and tune in to the conscious economics podcast of course you can find us at consciouseconomics.ca if you have more interest in getting involved with the organization or doing some of our really cool courses in including our mindfulness and money course, which is available now. You can sign up for free and really it will take you through um, some incredible practices so you can cultivate a more conscious relationship with your money. 
This podcast is brought to you by CPP Investments. At CPP Investments, they never lose sight of the long term. They invest the Canadian Pension Plan Fund to help provide financial security for generations of Canadians. They diversify the CPP fund across geographies and asset classes to access the best investment opportunities and generate sustainable long-term returns. The fund is now more than $400 billion. To learn more about their investment performance for Canadians, visit cppinvestments.com.